Welcome to the Lead Up Podcast, where one moment can change one life. Here is your host, Nick Poole, with some leadership steps you can take this month. Welcome to the Lead Up Podcast, where we strive to help you function at your fullest potential as an influencer, recognizing that one moment can change one life. This is Nick, your host, and this month we are going to be looking at something that is so important in the life of every leader, integrity. Now, integrity is one of those things that sometimes seems invisible, uh, but it makes a very visible difference in how a person leads, an even bigger difference in how others follow them. The word integrity comes from the Latin integritas, meaning wholeness and soundness. A A person who leads with integrity is one who is sound in the entire scope of their lives. Their words line up with their actions. Their public persona aligns with their private interactions. The things they commit to, they follow through with. Now, let me give you an example of what this looks like uh, from one leader in history. Uh, during the American Revolution, uh, George Washington was given the most difficult task of all the founding fathers when the Continental Congress commissioned him as a commander-in-chief of the Continental Army on June 19, 1775. His duty was to fight the occupying armies of Great Britain, the most powerful military force on earth, and somehow win victory in the face of these nearly impossible odds. Now, the British had stationed in the colonies large, well-disciplined armies of professional soldiers led by battle-hardened officers. Washington, on the other hand, he had a much smaller, loosely organized force that consisted of poorly trained militia and unreliable volunteers, really. Uh, the, the British army had this well-organized system of logistics that could deliver ample supplies of ammunition and food, backed by a strong navy that could provide really quick, rapid transport. Washington had to count on whatever supplies could be conjured up by uh, a powerless, well, uh, a powerless Congress, small businessmen, and local farmers. The British were well-provisioned in their immaculate red uniforms, well-stocked knapsacks, their fine boots. Everything was perfect. But in Washington's army, uniforms and warm clothing were a scarce commodity, even among his field officers. And many of his men went barefoot. Now, the British officer corps was well-trained, highly disciplined, and proficient in the art of war. Most of Washington's officer corps had no formal training, little regard for discipline, and had never led men in battle. So why was George Washington chosen to be the leader of this ragtag group of soldiers? There were several obvious reasons, such as the combat experience he had gained during the French and Indian War. Fighting on the side of the British in that conflict, he became a very capable officer who demonstrated admirable leadership skills in battle. Washington was also an influential resident from the important colony of Virginia, and the wealthy owner of a large tobacco plantation. Although these were important reasons at that time, the young nation needed more than this to put its fate in Washington's hands. More than any other leader of his time, George Washington was recognized as a leader of unquestioned moral integrity. He was universally acknowledged as someone who was honest, trustworthy, uh, and, and of sound judgment. These character traits made him the unanimous choice of Congress for this critical role of commander-in-chief of the Continental Army. 
Although political leaders such as Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, or Ben Franklin would later give the new nation the inspiring vision defined in the Declaration of Independence, they discerned that for now, in time of war, it was the army that would decide America's future. Knowing that Congress could provide the army little in the way of supplies or wages, they recognized it was of ultimate importance that the soldiers have a respected commander to follow. The liberties of America depend on him, wrote John Adams, shortly after Washington was appointed to his command. And the story of George Washington shows us this important aspect of leadership that in today's modern context has become almost lost, but I believe is really crucial. It's integrity. And here's this month's lead up line. Integrity establishes confidence in those you lead about where you're leading. Integrity establishes confidence in those you lead about where you're leading. But one of the challenges of leadership by its definition is you're leading people to a place no one uh, has ever been to. Uh, You may have never been to. You're stepping into the unknown, into the darkness, and the leader really is the one who says, here's the way, follow me. Without the component of integrity, those you're leading are not nearly as confident uh, in what you're leading them to. Uh, The Continental Army followed George Washington through victories and defeats because he was a man of integrity, a man of sound character. You see, who you are behind closed doors does directly affect what you can do before crowds. Uh, Author Ralph Waldo Emerson once wrote this, It is easy in the world to live after the world's opinion. It is easy in solitude to live after our own. But the great man is he who in the midst of the crowd keeps with perfect sweetness the independence of solitude. In other words, what you feel on the inside or privately, you portray on the outside and publicly. Your integrity as a leader, and consequently the confidence in your leadership of those you lead, will hinge on what you are cultivating privately and in your thought life. Here are a few tips I want to give you to establish and maintain a high level of integrity. Number one, tip number one, be accountable. We can't be accountable to everyone, but we should all be accountable to someone. That means there's someone in your life that can ask the hard questions and say the hard things. As the saying goes, we will not live up to what's expected, but what's inspected. Invite someone into your world that you trust to hold you accountable to being a person of integrity. So number one, be accountable. Number two, be intentional. Integrity isn't something you will just stumble into. It's something you have to intentionally cultivate and maintain. So how do we do that? Through our words and thoughts. The thoughts, uh, the things you say and the things you allow to take residence in your mind through your thoughts will directly impact ultimately what you do. If you want to be a person of integrity, be intentional with your words, especially in moments where emotions are high. Be careful to let your words align with what you want to be true about yourself. Beyond that, the thoughts you think, the places you allow your mind to go, will translate to the words and actions that come out. As the Bible says, take captive your thoughts or take captive every thought, meaning put boundaries on your thoughts. Don't allow yourself to rehash or dwell on things that can cause damage to your soul or mind. Integrity happens when there's ultimately alignment between your words, your actions, and your thoughts. That doesn't happen accidentally. You have to be intentional. So number one, be accountable. Number two, be intentional. Number three, be authentic. 
You see, the lie of integrity is people think that means that you're perfect. If you have a high level of integrity, you're perfect. You do everything just right. But that's not true because no one is perfect. Integrity is where things are aligned. In other words, you're not perfect. You're just honest. When you can be authentic about your own misgivings and weaknesses, it establishes confidence in those you lead because you are demonstrating that you have integrity. Now, authenticity does not mean total transparency. It isn't healthy to be transparent about everything with everyone. Getting back to this idea of accountability, you should be totally transparent with someone, but not necessarily everyone. Being authentic, though, is recognizing you don't have to be Superman or Superwoman. You just need to be the real you, not someone you feel you have to pretend to be. So number one, be accountable. Number two, be intentional. Number three, be authentic. Why? Because integrity establishes confidence in those you lead about where you're leading. So, so this month, I want to challenge you to pay attention to your integrity. Be accountable, be intentional, be authentic. And, and as you do that, what you're going to find is those you're leading uh, continue to increase their confidence in where you're leading them. Uh, you can lead them to bold, courageous places because you've proven you have integrity. You can be dependable. You have sound character. Thank you guys so much for joining me uh, for the Lead Up podcast. Feel free to subscribe, share, and give us a good review on whatever podcast platform you're listening. And we'll be back next month on the second Thursday of the month with our next Lead Up podcast where one moment can change one life. Lead well. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next month. This has been the Lead Up podcast. This episode has been underwritten by Calvary Church of Irwin, PA. You can find out more about Calvary by visiting calvaryirwin.com. Join us again next month on the Lead Up podcast where one moment can change one life.